The story of David and Goliath is one of the best-known stories in the entire Bible. It's a classic example of what can be accomplished through one person who chooses to exercise faith. Puny David taking on giant Goliath has served as one of the greatest inspirations for believers through the centuries, seeing God give victory to people against dramatically overwhelming odds. Whereas the New Testament exhorts us to live by faith, this Old Testament narrative demonstrates what can happen when a person of faith decides to put that faith into action. Old Testament stories are framed in a way to help the reader or listener discern the differences between the characters of the story, to understand the contrast between good and bad. So, then, the account of David and Goliath revolves around four character contrasts so that we will learn the lessons of faith God wants to teach us. First contrast, David and Saul. David is brave. Saul is fearful. In the ancient world, a typical tactic of warfare, when the battle lines were drawn, was to choose a champion from each side. They would fight together, just the two of them, on behalf of the entire army. It was a fight to the death, and the losing side would submit to the winning side. This was a way of preventing the terrible carnage of war. It also created some incredible individual champions. A champion would be selected not only for his ability to fight, but also for his impressive stature so that there was an intimidation factor to it all. Saul was the king of Israel. He was the logical choice for the combat since he was a head taller than all the other Israelites and a rather impressive-looking soldier. But compared to Goliath, Saul looked like a midget. The intimidation factor worked. Saul was downright afraid and not about to put himself out there to face a giant. David is brave because he has faith in God. Saul is fearful because he is not a man of faith in God. The opposite of faith is not unbelief, but fear. As the muscle of faith grows through trusting God in the daily stresses of life, fear is better confronted and managed. The development of faith is a process, and it takes time. Considering this story in light of Father's Day, dads have the daily opportunity of being a hero to their kids through faith in God. That means dealing with two great fears, being found inadequate, and being controlled by another person or circumstance. Those two fears were evident in Saul. He felt inadequate because he compared himself to Goliath. He felt controlled by the situation because the Philistines were picking a fight. So, he froze. There are many men who would rather do nothing than be labeled as inadequate or controlled. David, in contrast, had plenty of practice facing down foes as a shepherd, the bear and the lion, who threatened the sheep. David was often out in the countryside all by himself, guarding the sheep, and his skills were improved in a place where no one was looking. The way to progress our faith is to be assertive in owning our relationship with God through prayer and Bible reading, or listening on a Bible app, on a daily basis. It's something everyone can do. Second contrast, David and the Israelites. It was not only Saul who was intimidated by Goliath, the entire army of Israel was hiding behind the battle lines cringing in fear. David, however, discerned no reason to avoid this bullying blowhard. It appears he is the only person able to see Goliath as a small person in comparison to a big god. By faith, David understands Goliath is no match for God. So, we see that one person full of faith can accomplish the impossible, whereas an army full of fear cannot accomplish a thing. We might tend to believe everything has to be large with a big splash to it, that only then can we accomplish big things for God. But really, if we want to achieve something for God, we need to step out in faith and do it, instead of recruiting an army of people or hiding in the group, nursing our fears and anxieties. No one can do your personal faith work for you, you must do it. The Beaver Cleaver philosophy of life says, gee, Wally, if I get in trouble or in a pickle, I'll just ignore it and hope it goes away. But Goliath is not going anywhere. He will still be there tomorrow. Third contrast, David and Goliath. 
Goliath represents the other extreme to the fear of Saul and the Israelites. He had absolutely no fear, including any fear of God. Goliath trusted in himself, his abilities, and his stature. David, however, trusted in God alone. The story gives a detailed description of Goliath's weapons and physical appearance because Goliath trusted in his aptitude and the ancient technology of his day to face down the Israelites. Conversely, David was small and too young to even be considered for military service. He was too small to wear anybody's armor. But David did not need any of that, he just needed his faith. Humanly speaking, David appears insignificant. There is nothing about him that caused anyone to think there was something special or different about him. Goliath, however, was the Arnold Schwarzenegger of his day, ready to terminate anybody who got in his way. It can be easy to trust in ourselves, another person, or our technology to accomplish something in the face of insurmountable odds, instead of looking to God. The battle is not ours, it is the Lord's. Most things in life take a great deal of bravery, especially parenthood. It takes more than copious dad speeches, and I had a lot of speeches for my kids. Fatherly courage requires modeling for boys what they are expected to become and modeling for girls what they should expect from males. Children need to observe men who have courage to do the right thing, even when it has personal cost. They need to see them bravely shouldering responsibilities, even when they don't feel like it. Kids need to see men who demonstrate the courage to be vulnerable, as well as strong and self-disciplined. They need to experience fathers and men with courage to pay attention to them, even, and especially, when those men are angry or disappointed with their own choices. Fourth contrast, David and Eliab. Eliab was David's big brother. Eliab was a soldier in the army. David was just a kid. It did not matter he was a kid, David was concerned for God's name and glory. In contrast, Eliab was concerned about his little brother being an embarrassment and superseding him. When we choose to step out in faith and act, there will likely be opposition, even among family and fellow believers. But David did not let a little criticism stop him. Criticism and opposition will inevitably happen. David was determined to please God, not his brother. He did not wilt and was not deterred from his concern to face down Goliath. Conclusion If we want to be brave in the Christian life, if we desire to live a life full of faith in Christ that deals with problems, then, the story of David and Goliath will serve as an inspiration in those times we feel less than mighty for God. Goliath was defeated and fell because David trusted God. The issue is not how much faith we have, but in whom our faith is placed. David trusted God. Saul did not even acknowledge God. Goliath trusted in himself. Eliab was too busy quibbling about things that didn't matter. What is your response?